You're listening to Something Real with Pastor Rich Seiger, connecting the reality of God to the realities of life. On today's episode, we're in Luke chapter 6, we're probably going to stick around here for a little bit. Uh, You've heard the phrase, the blind leading the blind. Well, there's a bit more to that that we need to discuss, and we're going to dive into that with Rich's talking today. False teachers and false teaching are nothing new, but they've certainly not lessened in our time. False prophets, distortions of truth, deception, and people claiming to have unique insight into God's will are addressed repeatedly in both the Old Testament and the New. Today, it can be very difficult to sort out all the myriad truth claims, or for that matter, the claims that objective truth doesn't even exist. In Luke 6, verses 39 and 40, Jesus is addressing this very topic. And he is specifically referring to the errant leadership of the Pharisees, whom he calls blind guides in Matthew 15:14. He may well have been targeting the religious leaders of the other sects as well, but even if he was not, the idea he proposes applies to anyone who purports to lead in the way of wisdom, but does not rightly value or handle the truth of God's word. In verse 39, he said to those listening, Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? The picture is clear. If, in our own blindness, we follow leaders or teachers who are equally blind, we will both find the same disastrous end. In verse 40, he adds that a student who is fully trained becomes like their teacher. In following any leader, good or bad, right or wrong, we become like them, both in teaching and in practice. When we take the same path, we end up at the same destination. Church history has borne out the reality of our Lord's parable. It's not only true spiritually, but in every endeavor. Nonetheless, our concern is spiritual. In our world, we do not have a single authoritative church hierarchy, and in America, we do not have a state church. After more than two centuries of developing democratic thought and culture, Americans as a whole have a low view and a low understanding of authority as a meaningful concept in our lives. And when we encounter it, we tend to loathe it. That is, until we get ourselves locked into some leader, teacher, mentor, or guru whose strength of personality or relational authority draws us in. And then we will often follow, even at great personal cost, and defend that leader as a bear would her cubs. So how can we know who to follow in this world? It's inevitable that we will follow someone, whether a person or a philosophy, a school of thought, With our very understanding of reality and life literally at stake, we need to choose wisely. Every book we read, podcast we listen to, news report we consume, and social media feed we follow shapes us. In the information age, our teachers are everywhere, shaping our worldview moment by moment. Much of the New Testament, especially the letters, also called epistles, deal with false doctrine as well as false teachers and prophets. Paul faces the challenges of aberrant teaching and nefarious teachers from legalists to libertines, those who add to God's word and those who detract from it. Some of them specifically sought to undermine Paul in order to seduce believers away from the sound doctrine of the apostles' teaching. Others created division by comparing one teacher to another, such as trying to pit Paul against Apollos. Paul's response in every instance is to move beyond the apparent wisdom of the blind guides and carnal teachers to the reality of God's wisdom in the revealed word and in the supremacy of Christ. The book of Jude is entirely devoted to addressing false teachers, and Jude's description of them matches what we see throughout the Bible. 
They slip in among believers. They are ungodly. They pervert or distort God's grace. They deny the lordship and sovereignty of Christ. He writes of their certain destruction, comparing them to the likes of Sodom and Gomorrah. The false teachers Jude dealt with distort grace into license. Others distort it by essentially denying it, creating a salvation by works and performance, even while using the language of grace. The ironic thing is that such legalism also seems to lead to immorality, often as a backlash against extra-biblical rules. Jude denounces those who ascribe more value to their dreams and visions than to Scripture and legitimate authority, condemning the fact that they speak disrespectfully of supernatural beings which are beyond their understanding. He compares the motives of these blind guides to the pride and jealousy of Cain, the greed of Balaam, and the rebellious arrogance of Korah. They are self-serving, fruitless, empty, wild, grumbling, critical, exploitative. They are divisive and follow natural thinking and urges because they do not have the Holy Spirit. We must evaluate those we follow according to what we know to be sound and scriptural. Some valid questions to ask are, how does the teaching presented line up with the whole counsel of God's Word? Does this teacher have a high view of the Word of God? In other words, do they regard the Bible as authoritative, true, and sufficient? Or does this teacher or doctrine hang on one portion of the Scripture at the expense of others? Does their character, not their charm or personality, reflect that of Jesus? Are they themselves growing in grace, love, and humility? Is the fruit of the Spirit evident in their lives? Does their lifestyle indicate heavenly and eternal priorities or worldly and carnal priorities? As he called believers to stay the course in resisting the counterfeits, Jude advised them, and us, to develop our knowledge of the genuine article. Verse 20 says, But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you eternal life. In other words, develop strong roots in truth, and it's a lot tougher to get sucked into a lie. In his closing doxology, Jude reminds us that our God is able to keep us from stumbling into falsehood and to present us faultless to himself. This crucial truth reminds us that we need not fear the falsehood, since the God of truth holds us in his hands. Thanks for listening, and I hope this has given you something to think about. Thanks for listening. You can check out our shows on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, and on pretty much any podcast platform you'd like, including YouTube. So be sure to join us three times a week. We look forward to it.